This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Yo, it is Monday. That is true. It is a fact. And this is the Colleen and Bradley show. Also a fact. Another fact. Bradley Trainer is not with us today. Holly and I are here with you. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Holly Roberts. Facts. These are the facts of the day. And another fact that escaped me or rather did not escape me. I just wasn't here to experience the fullness of it is the breakup of Shamila. Wah, wah. Oh, Colleen, you missed the heartache. You missed the drama. You missed absolutely nothing. <laughs> you missed nothing, but we're going to talk about it anyways, because you know what? Here on the Colleen and Bradley show, we talk about relationships. Yes. That is a hallmark of this program. It's tr- In fact, actually, if I may break my arm patting myself ourselves on the backs, um, we came up with the term publationship. Uh, a lot of times people talk about relationships for publicity, but we are the ones that formalized it in a term, publationship. And if you Google publationship, there will be one citation from an old dusty article uh, and ne'er, it was never used again until we showed up and made it up. And it's all us. Ding, ding. Yeah. So, Colleen, you were gone on Thursday and Friday. Yes. The news broke on Wednesday night. Yeah. That Sean Mendez. And That's Ke- why I took Thursday and Friday off. Because I yeah. just was devastated. Grief. <laughs> Grief. <laughs> Lying. Lie. So, Wednesday night, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello break up. Well, how do we know this, Colleen? Because they both issued the same breakup statement on their Instagram stories, which is interesting because Instagram stories, what's the unique feature about an Instagram story? Right. They disappear in 24 hours. Exactly. Yeah. So they issue the same statement, the same boilerplate statement. It's the, the soft in and the soft out essentially paraphrasing Sounds like your, their relationship. Thank you. Thank you. I just grossed myself yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Basically, what it said is that, you know, mm, well, we're we're just going to be best friends forever. It's fine. And, you know, essentially, it was just like, okay, we're going to, you know, let this relationship come in like an, a lion and out like a lamb. It was, you know, the Ides of March. Right. So then we deconstructed that in the past couple of days, just noting that like, oh, well, that's really interesting. In fact, in as much as far as publicationships go, mm-hmm. they don't want a lot of attention on the breakup. Right. Because... Then somebody's going to have to play positions. Who broke up with who? Mm-hmm. Who's the the victim? Who is the perpetrator? Of what the happened? It always is. That's always the yeah. question that is asked. Yeah. What happened? And there is never a good answer for it. I don't care who you are, whether the relationship was real or not real. There's no such thing as one reason why a couple breaks up. But there's really no such reason why a publicationship breaks up that they can say, because the truth is the contract ran out 
or it was no longer beneficial for both parties. Exactly. So it's really interesting, Colleen. You're actually taking a complex human uh, perspective on a relationship. <laughs> Thank you. That's not what relationships are. Mm-hmm. Because we were wondering, well, what the heck is going on with Camila Cabello, Sean Mendes? What's the narrative? Obviously, they don't want to put somebody in that position where Camila Cabello fans go after Sean Mendes mm-hmm. for being a jerk and vice versa. Sean Mendes fans going after Camila Cabello and saying, how dare they? So it was interesting over at E. 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 There is an exclusive source, and they did that thing. Bradley brought this story where the story had one headline, and then, oops, Changed. it changes. I love because, it when that happens. <laughs> because if you go a little on show producing, if you go to the Friday grid at 2 yep. p.m., you'll see where we talked about this story. Uh huh. And the headline makes it neutral, makes it, you know, even. What, what went down between Camila mm-hmm. Cabello and Sean Mendez as they ended their stale relationship? So clearly putting the narrative yeah. that they ended it, it was a mutual decision. Mm-hmm. But Colleen, if you read inside the article, Exclusive sources say that Sean initiated the conversation with Camilla about breaking up last week. Mm. And that source says that Camilla's upset, but she agreed that it was the best for them. So within that, there's there is a narrative that Camilla is the one that had her heart broken. But that Sean just—they did it for oh, the best. Oh gosh, you they guys! They did it for the best. It's such crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the publicationship had run its course, its usefulness. But now, Colleen, we find ourselves here on Monday. It's not Wednesday, Mm-mm. like I thought it was ten minutes ago. Oh jeez, <laughs> sorry about that. I know. But now we have gone through how they're dealing with this breakup, Colleen. And they are doing it in the most literal way possible. Okay, how are they dealing with this breakup? Camila Cabello is literally back in the saddle. Of course she is. She's back in the saddle. That girl is riding a horse. Now, by all accounts, according to uh, NT Lawyer, who supplies us our blind items, uh, she was never out of the saddle. Yeah. But now she's publicly back in the saddle? Oh, yeah, because she's riding a horse in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. All right. She's riding a horse. <laughs> no metaphor. The literal saddle. Yeah, it is the okay. literal saddle. Somebody was like, Camilla, girl, you need to... You need get to, out there. You need to get back in the saddle. Get, well, on, the, well, get how, on the horse. How do I do that? Get on the horse. Well, go ride a horse in Griffith Park in LA, honey. Yeah, no, literally get on the horse. Yeah. So that's what Camilla Cabello do, right, is good. doing. Also, she's doing the thing... That's so stereotypical, very rom-com. When you break up with somebody... You gotta change your look. You gotta change your look. She put on a green wig, Colleen. No! A minty green wig. You don't say. Yeah, she debuted her look. Now, page six says that they don't know if it's permanent, but she's definitely feeling the vibe. That's a a wig. Yeah. And it looks fine. Yeah, she's she's feeling the vibe. She's feeling the vibe. You gotta put yourself back out there, girl. Yeah, and you know... Sean Mendes was also part of this publication oh, too. What is he doing? He's taking a selfie without his shirt on. Well, that is that is par for the course with him. He went surfing. And you know, he's connecting with nature again. There's the waves. There he is looking. Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm sorry. He took like a selfie video of himself just wandering on the beach and it's just so emo. I can't. Oh, it's totally emo. Oh, but this Sean. is what. But this is totally what the publicationship narrative is for, yeah. right? You, you want Sean Mendez 
without a shirt, pensively going surfing, yeah. finding himself, recentering himself after this tough breakup. And, you know, and he put this on his Instagram grid. So now it will live forever as part of the Sean yes. Mendes official narrative. But so now they're free. Right. To go and pursue whatever is next in their careers in as far as they're not confined by this relationship, which you know originated because they needed to lick each other's faces and put out the single senorita. Exactly. And get us to buy into the chemistry. And, you know, they there were a few projects since. Yeah. Right. I mean, they both had a he had an album. He had a documentary. She had a movie. She had an album. They both I mean, they both had projects yeah. that they needed to promote. Oh, and, yeah. and you know, listen, I I will sadly, sadly bid adieu to the zombie walks. Oh, yeah. We hardly knew ye. It's it is. It's hitting me in some spots. But. But truly, they the publicationship really had run its course, right? It was not even believable anymore. You know, they went from um, straddling each other, making out outside of restaurants, to you know, walking in the morning in sweatpants and coffee, and that just wasn't sexy anymore. Well, yeah, and it's interesting because it's just like, oh, it has run its course in the narrative because if we're going in a publicationship narrative. Mm-hmm. And you're going by these traditional relationship benchmarks. Mm-hmm. I suppose after the two-year mark, even though Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello are extremely young, yeah, there would be like, oh, well, are you going to get married? Are yeah. you going to do that? And if you're not willing to entertain that echelon of publicity, yeah, then the shelf life is pretty short. Yeah, it's like, dude, bye. 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 You know, um, I, yeah, I find that really interesting, too, because I, I think that at the beginning... When we realized and and sort of identified this as a publicationship, I think we always ask the question, like, what is the trajectory of the story? How does this end? How do they untangle themselves? Yeah. And um, I, my big wondering that that we will never have the answer to is, do they know this at the beginning? Like, have they? It's sort of like when you, when you write a novel, do you know what the ending is, and you're the whole time trying to move toward that? It makes me wonder. Like, when they start out on this journey, how much do they know about how it's going to be played out? Do they storyboard the whole relationship? Do they know that there's a date where it expires and they sort of gradually work toward... I mean, I have so many questions that we'll never have the answers to. I think they just do a a publicationship sniff test. Right. You know, you open the can and you take a whiff. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to have an expiration date. Yeah. Also, I think at Metaphors, choose your own adventure books. Yes. Good call. Yeah. Because stuff happens in the midst of all of that. Stuff happens and you got to constantly assess. Yeah. Which is why publicationships you know, sometimes mirror real life relationships. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta stop, assess, collaborate and listen. Yes. Ice is back with a brand new edition. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, publicationship is not passing the sniff test for me. And we, this is totally a different direction. Oh, but let's go Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Oh yes. You guys, we, did we not call this all the way? This the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I want the people to know that Team Cobra can smell a publicationship blooming. Oh, you can smell a publicationship blooming from the very start. It's just a thousand percent. Now, that being said, I do think that perhaps 
they're doing it. Kim Kardashian oh. and Pete Davidson. So that being yeah. said, when we say publationship, always want to say it doesn't mean that the relationship is fake. There is a publationship bouquet. You can be a right. fake relationship yes. like Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. Yep. You can be a relationship that is muscled for publicity like right. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Or like Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger, right? Like they're married, they have child. They but they leverage their relationship for publicity. Right. Right, left and center. Why did you have to bring that up? I'm sorry, but you know, <laughs> if you we're talking about publicationships, we have to smell the whole bouquet. What? Even the nasty flowers. Okay. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, take a whiff of a dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The spectacular Elizabeth Reese is here, and with her, she brings all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, good afternoon, my friends. Hello. And hello to you. Thanksgiving week is upon us. We're here. There's a lot to be thankful for, my friends. It's true. Let's talk about Jennifer Lawrence. So Jennifer Lawrence is on the cover of Vanity Fair's December issue, which will come out on November 30th. And she's talking about her role as a movie star and then removing herself from the spotlight for a while. Oh, please tell us more, Jennifer Lawrence, about your absence from the limelight. She said, I was not pumping out the quality that I should have. I think everybody had gotten sick of me. I'd gotten sick of me. It had just gotten to a point where I couldn't do anything right. She said, if I walked a red carpet, it was, why didn't she run? And then she said, I think I was people pleasing for the majority of my life working made me feel like nobody could be mad at me okay i said yes we're doing it nobody's mad and then i felt like i reached a point where people were not pleased just by my existence so that kind of shook me out of thinking that work or your career can bring any kind of peace to your soul okay i have like three thoughts happening at the same time i'm ready to hear all three well one of them is this like is it true that she sort of oversaturated yes I think that is a fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's um, a good, there's like a, it's a good thing to recognize that. That said, there's sort of this weird, like, um, meta thing that's happening where her being introspective about that out loud for attention is sort of what the problem was in the first place. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like she gives us too much information. It is fine for her to have had that realization and to just say that 
I think I oversaturated a little bit. But there's this back and forth that she does where it's it's about it's both about the fact that she oversaturated the market and also about how we reacted to her that feels a little like trying to get us to own it. Like I couldn't win because of you guys. Yeah. Instead of just saying like, yeah, there is such a thing as just being too many places all at once and maybe taking a break isn't the worst thing. Yeah, that's fair. And then leave it there without making it sound like we just can't handle her. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I, you know, whatever. But listen, I now and now as the story writes itself, I am part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get her point. I think she felt like if I just said, like, now that I'm working, you know, there is probably a little bit of a an issue with that with actors because any actor, you know, lives in perpetual fear of not working. Right. Right. And so they kind of are like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this. Okay, I'll do this. I'll do this. And then she found herself sort of overrun. I think she had to just take a little step back and reset her boundaries. You know, she's having a baby. Yeah. And she says, if I was at a dinner party and somebody was like, oh, my God, you're expecting a baby. I wouldn't be like, God, I can't talk about that. Get away from me, you psycho. (laughs) But every instinct in my body wants to protect their privacy for the rest of their lives as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And then she said about her um, her baby to be, I don't want anyone to feel welcome into their existence. And I feel like that just starts with not including them in this part of my work. Yeah, it's very it's fascinating because it shows the challenge. Mm -hmm that actors and celebrities face just being a public persona where I hear what Jennifer Lawrence is saying about her coming child. Yeah. Totally respect that. On the other hand, she's out doing paparazzi walks with, you know, that are inner overalls inner where it's like, Oh, okay. But then it's like, we, I don't know if the, that she's calling the paparazzi. Her publicists are calling because it you feels walk, a little bit like it's not consistent. Yeah, right. right that 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 those kind of narratives are planted, and mm-hmm. I don't know what way Jennifer Lawrence is playing. But I do mm-hmm. know in 2021, if you want to get photographed by the paparazzi more often than not, you're having your people arrange for mm-hmm. you to get photographed by the paparazzi so that you can remain in the public conversation. So mm-hmm. it's and it's hard. I don't yeah. have any kind of answer for that because. Talking about, I would say, like talking about my personal life in that way, like a celebrity does, would be mortifying to I me. Know. Oh, it's, for sure. Yeah, I think that's difficult. You know, the tricky stuff with the the kids stuff brings up a lot of like boundaries and having to sort of reassess that. I I would just like to say that I don't think if you choose to not show your kids on social media. Oh, I don't know. Am I going to get myself in hot water for saying this? Maybe I'll just, just say, say it. it. Take a deep breath. You're good. That um, I don't love the like the photo of the kids within their face blurred out or like right. with an right, emoji right, right. over their face. Right. I, I fully understand this. If you're posting something and like it's in your kid's dance class and then you don't want to post other people's kids. That's very respectful. Mm-hmm. But I almost kind of think like. With, like the way that like Dax Shepard and yes, Kristen, and Kristen Bell, Bell. It's mm-hmm. like here's their Halloween costumes. But I'm going to blur out their face. Like, if you guys make the decision that you're not going to show your kids on social media, then I think just just sit in that and be really strong right. in that and don't show them on social media. Right. Now, mm-hmm. I show my kids on social media. And so right. I, I, I mean, I, but there's a lot of thought about that. Right. And yeah. I don't know that will stop at some point soon when when they become like. I don't know. I guarantee you, though, Elizabeth Reese, they will, by the time you're ready to stop sharing them, they're going to ask for you to share them. 
Because that's what happens at my house. My Seriously? kids will say something hilarious and they'll be like, put that on put that on your Instagram, mom. And I'm like, how about you are not my social media director? Yeah. How, how about, about that? How about not? This yeah. is really good to hear because I've sort of wondered like how I'll handle that going forward. But I do check in with my kids before I put something that they said or did on Twitter yeah. or on Instagram. I check with them. Right? I know. I do that even with my yeah. family. And like if I'm going to post something of... Now I don't do it as much with like my sister-in-law, but for a long time, if I would ever post anything of my nieces and nephews, I'd be like, are you okay with me even showing this on TV? Right. Mm-hmm. And right. she's a, a normal, functional human being. So she's like, of course, it doesn't matter. But, you know, I overthink and get all like twisty about it. Yeah. Well, I think that it's better to overthink than underthink. Okay. And that is just my motto okay. in life. Life I like is that. complicated. Yeah. That should go on one of your t-shirts that you're always talking about. Thank you, Elizabeth make. Reese. Better to overthink than to underthink. Yes. Have a great day, Elizabeth. You too, friends. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to try to solve them after this on My Talk 107.1. So Donna came in in the middle of Rachel. Thank you, by the way, for your... Uh, for all that information and the great weather that we have coming, um, it's just going to be cold. Um, but Donna <laughs> runs in and turns her mic on and goes, hi, in the middle of that. But thank God it wasn't turned up. So now there, sorry. there's Donna. And Donna's in here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Holly Roberts here with me. Bradley's off today. Donna's in because Bradley's off. And you like to come and play in our sandbox, or at least we make yes, you. Yes, I love it. When we do some blind items. Blinded by the items. Yeah, we've got some hot celebrity hot. gossip mysteries to solve. Thanks for joining us, Donna. Thank you. Per use. <laughs> Try this one. Try this celebrity gossip mystery. The boyfriend of the singer, Ooh. in quotation marks, spent her money to get himself something nice for a premiere and then didn't want her to attend. Hey, for the next time, if the movie is about one designer, it behooves you to wear that designer and not a competitor. Oh, no. Okay, so that's... Okay, so the boyfriend of the singer... Okay, the singer in quotation marks is always the same person. Okay, so is that Britney Spears? Okay, so this is that Sam guy? Yeah, Sam Asghari. Ding-a-ling. And this was at the uh, Gucci, Life of Gucci. What's it called? House of Gucci. Gucci Gucci, House of Gucci. Premiere. Yeah. Premiere. Yeah. That happened in Los Angeles. So let me fill in the blank for you. Yes. So Sam Ascari spent Britney's money to get himself something nice for the premiere of House of Gucci and then didn't want Britney to attend with him. But hey, for the next time, Rude. if the movie is about one designer, it actually behooves you to wear that designer, not a competitor, because Sam Asghari was bragging about how he had a custom Versace outfit. What are you thinking? Okay, well, he wasn't, honey. I don't well, that's think part of it. I don't think Gaga was wearing Gucci. If I'm not mistaken, okay, I think on. she was wearing an Italian designer. Well, of course, because she's Italian, and now. she's from Brooklyn. I mean, she is I'm Italian, just an but... Italian girl from Brooklyn. I'm just an Italian girl from New York. There's a montage of her saying this like a hundred times. Oh my gosh, I have not watched that. Her family's Italian. Casey didn't know. She's from Brooklyn. Okay, I'm looking to see. The only reason I can give Lady Gaga a caveat in that is because she's been out doing press for House of Gucci forever. Now, other people who are not Lady Gaga have been wearing Gucci the entire time. I'm okay. looking at Jared Leto. Yeah. He has been Gucci-fied the whole time. And that you're coming to the premiere, but that 
it's not that you're not wearing Gucci, but you're wearing the direct Italian competitor. Right. Versace. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're right. It's like you did not do the assignment at all, Sam. Yeah. No, she did not understand the assignment. Yeah. Sam. Or he did not understand it. What she is, I mean, she looks fabulous. She looks fabulous, like head to toe. Yeah. Like her eye makeup is amazing. Yeah. She looks great. Um, I'm going to say it. Jared Leto looks real strung out. Oh, you think? And he's wearing Gucci. Yeah. He's wearing the Look light. Look at his face. The, I mean. I think he looks good. Well, no. I mean, he's just monumentally sexy. But, yeah. He's but he's kind, of a, he's kind of a, I don't know. I don't know. According to blind items, he's kind of a creeper. Yeah. He's oh. just looking extremely refreshed. Also, his zipper on his tuxedo is interesting, and I say that in the most Minnesota way possible. Yeah, but he has, <laughs> but he has been repping Gucci the whole time, and Lady Gaga is wearing custom valid Tito. Yeah. Okay, which is another Italian designer. But guess what? Lady Gaga is the star, and she's, she's just an Italian girl from Brooklyn. Yeah, just right, Donna. Yeah, just ask her about it. Holy cannoli! Let's do another one. <laughs> Blinded by the item. Let's keep on a theme. All right. With this celebrity gossip mystery. A few weeks ago, NT Lawyer told you about the A-list singer slash bad actor sleeping with this former A-plus list singer while he was still dating the A-list singer in quotation marks. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, mm. three people, right? Mm. The A-list singer in quotation marks knows about it and also how the former A-plus list singer slept with producers and writers to get tracks that were supposed to go to our singer in quotation marks. Ooh, there uh, will be war. I'm going to need some help. Okay, so my so the singer in quotation marks, always Britney. Always. Okay. Ding. So that's one of them. Um, I'm going to say the A-list former, uh, former A-list Singer. No, still singer. Still singer. Yeah, former A plus list singer. Former A plus list singer is mm, Christina. Christina Aguilera. Okay. Ding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then who else are we looking for? The bad acting boyfriend. Yep. Sam Asgari. Yeah. Nope. No. Oh. Uh, uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Oh. I don't think he's that bad. <laughs> I think he's a pretty good actor in that Palmer movie. He was pretty good. Mm, that is a good movie. It's, I will right? give you that. I really like that. Okay. I'm happy for you, Donna. <laughs> Thanks. Oh. So a few weeks ago, NT Lawyer said that Justin Timberlake hooked up with Christina Aguilera while still dating Britney Spears. Britney Spears knows about this and also knows about Christina Aguilera allegedly, supposedly sleeping with producers and writers to get songs that were Oof. supposed to go to Britney Spears oh, back in the day. Wow. So that might be a little bit, according to this blind item. Now, we have to... Take it all with a grain of salt. It's a blind item. But according to this blind item, that might explain a little bit of the bitterness um, bitterness that is apparently bubbling up. Yes. Betwixt the two of them. Yes. Specifically, Britney Spears going after Christina Aguilera on Instagram. Yeah. Kind of like the drama a little. I mean, it gives us something to talk about. Right. That's why we're here. We need the drama. You got more? Yeah. All right, let's do one. Oh, it's just a bumper crop of celebrity gossip drama. Here's one that's confirmed. So we have two people that we know this is about. This A-list writer, showrunner, producer, director once got turned down by this former A-list actress who has at least two big television hits to her name. He holds a grudge. He was probably on a coke bender and being his usual jerk self. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Okay. So first, an A-list writer, showrunner, producer, director, director, all of the things. Is that like an Aaron Sorkin type? It totally is. Oh, wow. What happened? What? How did I do that? Wow. Oh my gosh, I'm really good. That was really good, <laughs> Colleen. Okay, so Aaron Sorkin, and then we're looking for the a- an A-list actress with at least two hit Hits. shows to her name. Yes. Now, she's being classified as former A-list actress. Oh. But you would know who she was. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he was turned down by her. Turned down by an A-list actress with two Two TV. television hits. A-list. Name. A-list. A-list actress. Yeah. Former. Now former, but was A-list at the time. Kirstie Alley. <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> Roseanne. Oh, that's good. That's great. No, now think about this person uh-huh. was talking about Aaron Sorkin's project, and there was a campaign to get this person into that project. Oh. Yeah, no, this is all sounding super familiar. Now, I know that this person was involved in one big television hit. Oh. I would also say the revival of that television okay, hit. Okay, this is what's her face from um, Will and Grace. Deborah yeah, Messing. Messing, thank you. Yes. <gasps> yes. Oh, see, it all clicks right into place. That's yes. right. Because everybody thought she should be playing Lucy because one time she wore a Lucy costume. For Halloween. Don't yeah. even get me started. <laughs> Which is a poor hot take. Yes. A tepid hot take. We don't have time to get into it's that. It's a tepid take. Thank you. <laughs> but Aaron Sorkin apparently once got turned down by Deborah Messing, and he holds a grudge. Oof. Oh. lawyer just says, you know, maybe there was some uh, drugs and things and he wasn't being nice. Yikes. And that's the reason that Deborah Messing turned him down. Okay. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a, a little baby blind item that we can end with? <laughs> sure. Perfect. Uh, got a little baby blind item to consider. This one is about substances and the use thereof. The amount of coke ingested by this A-list rapper prior to her television appearance last night was one for the ages. Oh. Last night? Yeah. So that would have been when like the this? AMAs. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Okay, which I did not watch in their entirety, but I did, for the record, watch New Kids on the Block and New Edition and OMG. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I mean, in a good way. Is okay. it Megan the Stallion? No. Uh, is it our friend... Um, is it our friend Cardi B? Indeed. Perhaps. Oh, no. Well, you know. I know. And nothing is real and everyone smokes. I, I know. know. Nothing it's is... like, I just think, oh, she's a mom. I know. Of like young, young, young. I know. See, Donna, the, this is where we get really Midwestern and we're like, oh, gosh, golly darn it. You I know? don't know. I feel like it's a game changer when you have kids because they, I they agree with you, you, you know, but I just feel like it's a whole different ball game in, uh, LA. Mm-hmm. Mm, we don't get know, it. Okay. Sorry. Can you fill in do, that blank? People do stuff. Things happen. Not shocking. It's true. What NT yeah. lawyer is saying the hot goss is that, you know, Cardi B had a little pep in her step last night, hoping hosting the AMAs, the American <sighs> music awards. The, Was she good? I did. I didn't remember. I only saw that one part. You were only focused on the boys. I was just, listen, I got to be real honest. I am not 
I just, the pandemic made me realize, like, you don't have to pretend you love award shows anymore. And you don't have to if you don't three love hours. award shows. Right. Yes. Yeah. You just watch the highlights later. Yes. And you don't even have to be into any of the things that are, you know, happening. Although, you know, BTS won Artist of the Year. That's true. Olivia it's Rodrigo won New Artist of the Year. He Congratulations. Sure did. I mean, yeah. you know. She got her driver's license. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're funny. Donna, thanks for visiting. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for helping out with those blind items. Have a good rest of your week. You too. Hey, I was talking back to your show in the car the whole day today. Did you Were hear you me? yelling at us? No, but I really wanted to participate in the conversation. Just call us. What are you I doing? I just... Driving, okay? And I don't like to drive distracted. Okay. Thanks. All right. My thanks bad. for stopping in. Thanks for listening to our show. Yes, I'm a big fan. All right. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm very, very excited because we get to connect with somebody who we used to talk to on a weekly basis on the Colleen and Bradley show. Her name is Roya Winner, and she used to be, uh, she used to talk to us about what was trending. Well, now she is at Meta, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about how we can all get involved in giving and how Meta is going to meet us in that place. Stay tuned. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. If you're in the mood to give, tis the season. We're going to talk to Roya after this on My Talk 1071. Well, I'm so excited on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Holly Roberts here with me. Bradley Trainers off today uh, to welcome back to the show an old friend of the show. Uh, Roya Winner is with us. And Roya is the communications manager for social impact at Meta. And Roya, hello. Hi, Roya. Hello, my good friend. I feel like no time has passed at all because we've been so close on Facebook and Instagram. It's so true. I'm to talk to you again. It's so good to hear your voice. Roya used to check in with us every single week. And now, Roya, you I'm super excited to talk about this because this is the season of giving of gratitude. And it's kicking off with uh, Giving Tuesday, which happens on actually it's not tomorrow. It's a week from tomorrow. Right. Got it. It's the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And what I love about Giving Tuesday, which on its own as a moment is going to be celebrating 10 years next year. So it's become kind of part of the Thanksgiving, and then you've got a lot of consumption, right? Black right. Friday, Cyber Monday. But this is all about giving back. And acts of kindness, it's not just dollars. It could be like reaching out to a neighbor to say hello and see if they need anything and just really enabling kindness and generosity. And community. I mean, you know, when you think about kind of the, the year we've had, but but mostly, just in, in, in general... 
um, the building of community by just caring for one another is so important, right? Yes, I just got chills when you said that because that's what it's all about, Colleen. It's really like there's been so much isolation and hurt and yet also the chance you're able to show up for each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons that these tools are great because we kind of serve as a platform, but it's people that bring it to life, right? Like they're using our tools like community help on Facebook to, you know, support an elderly neighbor by getting their groceries or even just bringing it inside for them or, you know, providing, you know, warm clothes or food through a local virtual drive. Like there's all these ways to give back and to foster that community that so many of us crave and may have felt not possible online, but it's enabled online. So, Roya, you know, you're talking about the tools that people can use on platforms like Facebook or Instagram. So can you walk us through how somebody, you know, for example, if you're using let's let's use Instagram. If you're on Instagram and you want to participate in Giving Tuesday, what are some actionable steps that an Instagram user can do in order to participate? It's such an exciting time to be active on Instagram and support a nonprofit because we just expanded the number of nonprofits that can be supported to 1.5 million here in the U.S. And so that means your local Rotary Club chapter, the animal rescue down the street, the women's shelter, uh, you know, these local organizations are now also able to fundraise on Instagram tools. So you can go into your stories and when you go into the sticker pack, you can add a donation sticker and it's as easy as that. Oh, that's or so if you cool. want to actually manage a fundraiser on Instagram, which I did not too long ago, you can add it to your post. You guys could do this today from, from the MyTalk page if you wanted to support a local organization. And um, this will be rolling out more in the, in the next you know, weeks or so, just in time for Giving Tuesday. Oh, this is so cool. So, you know, and it's not the, the what I love about this, too, Roya, is that it's not just that we independently can do things on Giving Tuesday. Meta is getting is getting in on the game, too, is participating. What are some of the ways that Meta is going to help give back on Giving Tuesday? I love that you asked this because this is what it's all about. We're coming alongside people to celebrate Giving Season and Giving Tuesday with an $8 million match. So on Giving Tuesday itself, starting at 5 a.m. Pacific, the matching eligibility opens for all U.S. nonprofits on Facebook. And the amazing thing is there are people like they get their teams ready, they get their boards ready, people are ready to hit that, you know, post button on their fundraiser right when when it opens up. And the match will be kind of first come, first serve in the beginning and then 10% after that up until it's all gone. But I can tell you, Colleen, last year people raised 134 five million dollars over the course of about the two weeks of giving season and what's incredible there is that we know for nonprofits I mean they're the fabric of their communities they're doing the work every day every dollar counts so a hundred percent of what's raised on Facebook and Instagram we cover the fees so you know every dollar goes to the organization being supported yeah this is so great that's so great Roya you know you're talking about supporting organizations locally financially but you know if you're not able to support these uh, organizations financially right what are some ways that people can still be involved without having to put forth a monetary donation they want to support the cause and they're like oh you know my budget's a little tight right now but I still can show my support so Roya how can they do that I love that because at the end of the day, dollar donations are really important. And and by the way, they can be small but mighty. Like our average donation is 25 bucks, which is just so cool to see. But if that is, you know, maybe you've reached your your goals for the year, it's a stretch to do that. People can donate their time. 
They can donate, you know, gently used items from their home. You can do a virtual drive on Facebook. We also have an area of the app called Community Help, which previously was tied after a crisis response. So let's say there's a hurricane or a tornado or an event. People could come on there and say, hey, neighbors, I have power or I have an extra room. Mm. There's these amazing stories of people helping each other. But then, we, you know, when the pandemic hit, we're like, we need this year round. Yes. Right? Neighbors want to help each other all the time. And so Community Help is there. People can request or offer help. So maybe it's baby needs. Maybe it's, again, helping that elderly neighbor. So that's another area. The other is, again, volunteering, like cleaning up your neighborhood. Nonprofits can post and say, hey, we need 10 volunteers to help, you know, at the pantry today. So you can check out Community Help within the app and see if that cost for you. Um, and then also in neighborhoods, which is a product that we're testing that should be out in your area yeah. in the coming weeks as well. Yes. What I love about that is like, have you ever used any like groups to kind of gift and upcycle things? Yes. That's another great way to give at the holidays, right? Because we all have a lot of stuff. Right. And yeah. Maybe stuff you don't need anymore as much, but that could be someone else's treasure, right? And right. then also when you need something, as a new mom, I constantly reaching out to my neighbors offering things and then getting things that they're kind of done using um, for their kids. So that's another area where that giving matters. Also supporting small businesses. Like Roya, you're, you know, not able to give, right? It's just like they're part of our community. We're about to run out of time, but we are so thankful to have spent this time with you uh, and to talk more about Meta and the giving. And we will talk to you again soon. I hope we'll be back after this.